during King Staten Island shit. Me and Pete had already been buddies. Like, oh, the police are here. I went back on there. Oh, you know? shit. <laughs> it's so faint because it's in your ass. God, you're so dumb. I wasn't voguing, you jackass. <laughs> I was spinning on my head. I was, body's happy that mama done made them biscuits. All right, I guess we come in. Yeah, let's do it. Sorry, I want them one more sip. Welcome. Welcome back to the Picky Boys Podcast. The Picky Boys Podcast. Here we are. We have a new face today, but first it's going around. I'm Danny. <laughs> oh. I'm Derek. <laughs> JT. Now, Antonio, let's start this picnic. Derek Gaines in the building. What's happening? What are you doing? <laughs> a lot of ice in that drink. <laughs> Not a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. That's why. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's very refreshing. How, how are we doing, fellas? What's going on? No, we're doing good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Quite the trek out here, huh? Yeah. You know, feels like we're getting some strange Tarantino flick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with it. Uh, I was like, okay, strange little neighborhood. You know, Queens is always fucking with me with this the, the same number, but three different. Yeah, maybe thirtieth place, seventy fourth Street, and ninety yeah. Avenue. Like they all it's weird. They pretend to be a grid. It's not even a grid. Like it's a bunch of weird it's, streets. Right. It's yeah. a, but it's a suburb. But it's playing the grid because it's tight. I I, I can't. <laughs> and then we got two eighteenth. Street, then 218th place, then 218th 18th lane, and that then all that <laughs> shit. And then there's dashes and fucking hyphens and an address. Queens is weird, but yeah, we're here. Whenever I tell someone my address, like, dude, is that your phone number? Like, what? How many numbers? <laughs> yeah, hyphens numbers, in there bro. and shit. There's a goddamn contract you got to sign with your address. It's just so much shit. It's just weird. <laughs> it's it's Confuses the GPS. Just fucks oh, up a yeah. GPS. Like, remember before. Like, your phone is pretty accurate now, but, like, remember the GPS you used to put in your car? It actually had, like, a Garmin or some horse shit, and you try to put a, a Queen's dash and everything. Like, what the fuck is that? It's not even no dashes on the thing. MapQuest. <laughs> yeah, man, must Garmin must have just fucking tanked. Like, yeah, what, what, what do they Garmin, do now? The days of the Garmin. That shit was supposed to be, like, a lot. Truckers use it. Everybody, it gets you where you need to be. And What's then the Garmin? phone was like, what the fuck? It's like a, it's, it was like a, it was a GPS, GPS thing. system. Came in a little box, you put, you suction cup it on your car, the Garmin. And now you just suction cup your phone to it and everything's in there? Yeah, they made suction cups for your phone, no more Garmin. Make no suction cups for everything. Now. Poof, gone. Didn't some, uh, some article just came out and they said you were from Queens, but you're not? Like, what, what, Absolutely, how? I was doing a show <laughs> in Queens. But instead of using the guy that put the show on, they used me because I guess I was black and in a movie, I guess. <laughs> so, the, so the paper would get more looks like, who the fuck am I? Like, it don't even it, it, it stop. But no, the guy that put it together, it was his story. Oh, but they put me God. on the front of the paper. So I was like, I, I'm not from Queens, everybody. I'll take thanks. it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, any press, good press. Go Long Island City. Like, it was, it, it, like what the fuck? It was, it was okay. Yeah. Free press. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, we were talking about it a little bit before, but uh, how was uh, stand up in the time of COVID? I like it, man. I consider myself a pioneer of this shit because I came back June twelfth. I start getting on stage June thirteenth, and I think it was all because Michael Che kind of summoned all the comics back. He started dropping these shows on the back of a truck in Long Island City. Like he would be on the back of a truck, people would just get in the parking lot, put little blankets out, and whatever the fuck, and huh. just listen to Che because Che got a draw. So Jay was just like, I'm going to bring all my friends out and we'll just have like a cool kind of summer camp going on. <laughs> so when I got back, I got right back to it. And during quarantine, I was writing jokes anyway because I was like, well, you know, we'll see what the fuck happens. And when I start seeing, when Instagram starts showing that people was coming back to New York City, I was like, I, I've been I've been in the house with my mom for 10 weeks. I got to go. I'm 36 <laughs> years old. Fuck? I got to get up out, man. 
Tired of jerking off in secrecy. <laughs> <laughs> but nah. So yeah, it's been different. I mean, the elements is different. Everything changed. You can't, if it rains, you ain't got no show, right? Mm. Uh, that's the worst part. But getting heckled by bums and twerkers and tweakers and fucking, <laughs> and people slow down and they keep their music up and, you know, there's trash <laughs> trucks and all this, sh- the wind, right? <laughs> the wind. The, the wind's heckling them. wind, but it's all <laughs> funny though because you go... This is fucking crazy. Am I a junkie for this shit? Because I'm really standing outside. Like, I did a show, what, last week when it was chilly. There's people out there with skull caps on. So, it's not as, it's tough, but if the crowd is banging with you, you've got a show. And if they amplify it, whatever. It's like, all right, whatever. If it does a mic, it can be done. <laughs> so, like, COVID made Stage you. Stage God, Derek Gaines. <laughs> Did COVID make you realize how bad you just need comedy? Like you're yeah, a junkie. Well, I always needed it, but COVID showed me how much I love it. Okay. Because motherfuckers was, I'm depressed and blah 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 blah, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, and I lost a lot of shit this year. We all lost a lot of shit this year, but I just didn't want to be. I didn't want to be pussy no more. Just sitting around, <laughs> all that shit. Start doing a lot of acid, man. Start seeing shit for what the fuck it was. I mean, it is what it is. This is the th- we got we got played a shitty hand, and we still got a shitty hand. And I'm black in America, so that's the shittiest fucking hand. But since everything is against me, fuck it. I might as well write these jokes and fight back. I can't cower out now. Shit, it's the end of the fucking world. Why not? Uh, makes beautifully sense. put. <laughs> beautifully put. True. So, like, how'd you how'd you get into stand up in general? All right, so. From a young age, I was always trying to be kind of funny. My mom told me I was very hammy as a child. And, you know, I was always mimicking cartoons. And, you know, in summer camp, I would always do a joke that my homies told me from school mm-hmm, and try to mm-hmm. doctor it up and put some Eddie Murphy on. Whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, I was in jazz band in high school. And then, um, you know, I was in a dance gang. I was in a dance gang what? in my twenties. I used wait, to, you can't just skip hey, over wait, that. I, I was in it like you know. I was about the, to get the dance gang. You know, I'm like the remember when you got served came out. You remember that movie? I know y'all young. I'm old. So no, it's like, like Step Up, I think. Is not that? Step Up. Oh, no. Step Up was the white one, <laughs> no. right? Well, yeah. uh, you got served was when B2K, these motherfuckers with Omarion, and they came together and made like a like the first dance battle movie it was like the first of its kind like it was it was before the so you think you can dance and fucking step up you know when they put chatham fathom whatever the fuck's yeah. name is chatting tatum was it chatham fathom Chat- chatham sweatham uh, chatham 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 bladham yeah, or whatever the fuck's yeah. name right him <laughs> so when he was cool white guy to get that. no when it was just the black boys and it was going up and steve harvey was the ref and it was basically think that but before that came out i want to say like well, I started doing the moonwalk when I was like, what, 15? So like <laughs> yeah. 2000. Average age for So that's walking. like yeah. 2000. So I, I want to say, I want to say it's 03. I joined with this clique, and it was like 13 of us called Face to Flay. And we used to battle motherfuckers in Philly, Jersey, and New York. That's true shit. And I, we'd just go to shelters and jams and all that shit. Like this underground world of poppers, <laughs> lockers, and breakers, and house dances and all that shit. I actually got into that. And it was like, okay. But along the way, I found that stand-up was my other my other niche, and I kind of just went that direction because you don't really make money dancing fucking no, behind someone. And plus, the whole epiphany of me doing comedy happened when I was like 19 years old. I was at a, no, I was 18. I was at a jazz concert and I was playing behind a jazz saxophone player guy. He was a senior recital, right? So he's playing a saxophone. It's his concert, but he gave me a solo. So the solo gets to me. I'm playing, jamming, singing to the drums, drums singing back. My mom, girlfriend at the time in the joint, and the, Spotlights on me. Crowd's going crazy, right? 
and I do whatever the fuck I end my solo, but the spotlight goes back to the saxophone player. And I was just like, this is done already? Like, really? I had more shit. Oh, you got to be the dude in the front. You can't be the motherfucker in the back. So I'm like, all right, looks like I got to do something else. People always said I was funny. <laughs> and then the day after I turned 19, I did my first open mic in Philly at the Laugh House on 2nd and Front Street. And then the rest was history. I, I, it was like, it just made all the sense in the world. I was like, oh, this is, this is it. This is how you do it. <laughs> it's just me up here with the mic. It sounds kind of selfish, but I think I can do this thing because I was watching Dave Chappelle. I was watching Kings of Comedy when I was in high school. So I was like, what, how the fuck do these guys do this shit? I, I got to figure it out. And then that's how it happened. So uh, do, do you think, does anyone like not bomb their first open mic? Uh, Dave Chappelle said he did good right, first well, time. You're going to take the greatest. That's <laughs> not fair. But no, uh, no, no, no. I, uh, I hope that um, what I will say, if you bomb your first time, I don't know how a lot of motherfuckers feel, but I knew the first time I bombed, it wasn't that bad. I was like, that's it? All right, I get a boo and whatever. One girl giggled, and that's what kept me in the game. I just needed an inkling of vaginal sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> just an inkling. Just a yeah. tiny, tiny, just one little, like, what was it, like a sponsor? You know how drunks and all that shit, they get sponsors? Yeah. Vaginal sponsor. <laughs> a tiny, like a, like a little, just a garnish. Oh, here you go. It could happen for you. You made me, I said, God damn it, this might be the, all right, so. I was like, if I get one giggle, I'm going to come back next week, get two. If I get two, I'm in. Last week, I got two and a lot of bomb and a lot of booze, but I got two little got goofy laughs. Did I get booed my first or second time? No, nah, I didn't get booed. <laughs> but from my third time on, it was Bomb City for like yeah, at tomatoes. least a year. Yeah, I threatened strong. with tomatoes. Threatened with tomatoes. I got pennies thrown at me. I used to dress up. Uh, uh, <laughs> I used to, oh, dig this shit. I used to fucking, <laughs> I used to replace curse words with rhymes that rhyme with curse words. So instead of fuck, it was truck. I used to say, get the truck out of here on stage like a whole asshole. Like, it was just, like, the things that I've I've seen. Like, I remember used, there was this club, comedy club called Rascals when I first started in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And I would go there and ask the owner if I could practice in the room by myself before the shows even started. Like, that's how committed I was at, at 20 years old. To try to at least just get the feel of the stage. Did that help? Yeah. Uh, I guess it did because uh, I started hosting at the Laugh House in my first two years. And then by five years, I was, by my fifth year, I was featuring like on a regular. And that's when they was like, yo, you got to get the fuck out of here. You got to go to, you know, New York and start all over again. I was like, what the fuck you mean start all over again? They was like, you got five years of hard shit with you, but New York is where they all be at. You don't want to be a local hero. You want to go try to be... You know, go be something, because that's where it's all at. It's up there. Because they all talked about the cellar like it was goddamn Narnia or, or like the end <laughs> of the Lord of the Rings, right before the niggas got picked up on the Eagles and shit. <laughs> <laughs> right right there. They, they, they talked about the cellar like it was that. Like Colin Quinn was fucking Gandalf and Keith Robinson was <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, and Kevin Hart went there because in Philly, Kevin was the hero. Like at yeah. that club, because that's the club he was, he was birthed at. He was the hero, so... Everybody saw his move. He stayed there, got nice, then left to New York, blew up. So they was like, that's the thing. That's the Kevin Hart equation. You got to go do Philly, get hot here, then go to New York. And then I was like, all right. So my fifth year in, I was 24. So, yeah, then I moved to New York City. And then I've been out here ever since. And then yeah. what made you, well, not made you, but, like, how did then you transition into, I guess, movies in a sense? Cause all right. Uh, it was almost like that, almost that cliche Go to, you go to Canada, get a deal, shit. It kind of happened that way. Cross the border, 
got on stage first night in the big little the little ant little theater they got that's the main stage for the whole just last festival and uh there was agents just lousy in the crowd one of them came up to me and she was hotsy totsy she was from beverly hills she was like uh <laughs> i like what you got she was like uh, let's have a meeting they put me sat me down it was a bunch of white people with all these cool wine glasses and 18 forks per glass, like all the bullshit. <laughs> They're coaxing me, patting my balls a little bit. Derek, we love you. So bye bye bye. We love the biscuit. Get all that horse bolt, all that shit. But we really think you can act. And you know, you should act because we I see what you do with your sets, man. And you could act. And I was like, all right, whatever. So what I gotta do to act? You gotta start coming to LA, man. I was like, oh fuck. So that going back and forth. LA, I start picking up little gigs, and then I got some bigger gigs, and then I was like, okay, and then it was like, you're a pretty good actor, and I was like, I guess, uh, make some money, so yeah, so I've been doing it, so I've been getting exciting roles to try to, you know, so when I got the King of Staten Island, so me and Pete had already been buddies, but he was like, you gotta knock it out, or you won't get it, so I was like, okay, because right. he wasn't he wasn't like, you're just gonna get it because you're my friend now, he made sure you could, because, what's the name, Judd was in the room when I auditioned. Who's that? What? Judd Apatow. Oh, Judd Apatow. Oh. Judd was in the room. It was them too. Yeah, yeah. All right, do the do the scene. And I was like, "Fuck!" And I was just like, "Turn up!" And then, because <laughs> I used all that comedy, all that the acting, all the broke ass game shows, and the Will and Graces, and the, the, all the little goofy shows I was doing. Last OG, I just used that to you know just to have that Kevin Hart moment in a forty year old virgin, and try to knock out the park. And I think it worked out, so it was good. Yeah, and in a major motion picture, I'm sure they're not gonna like. Give you a role just because your buddies like, nah, you still got it. Yeah, not on Universal. Gotta... The Universal thing comes over. You be like, God damn, that's a real movie. I'm like, I'm in one of them. Oh yeah, I'm glad I, I I didn't fuck around. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever use that as like? Did you ever use that as like street cred, like at a or at a bar when you're talking to a girl? Like, no, I was in a, I, you, you I was have in to movie. understand. Yeah, I was in the movie, but they all love Pete. <laughs> I'm just glad I got a little money, you know, got a little notoriety, whatever. I'm doing a, a shitload of podcasts in the pandemic. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the movie came out while the world was shut down, so it was like I got yeah. all the luster taken out of it. So it was like it's, it was kind of a humbling moment. Like, yeah, you in a movie, but don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> they 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 around here hustling for toilet paper. Maybe next year, Nick. Like it's just like yeah. you got to kind of. I had to tough. I had to kind of just talk to myself tough. Like, yeah, man, you got you're in one, but now try to get another one so you can get all the luster back. Well, so, I don't know. I'll tell you this much, man. When I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, shit, it's Derek Gaines. <laughs> fucking yeah. I'll fuck around. Thanks, man. <laughs> making me feel good. Yeah. Did you and uh, Pete have some close calls in the fight or no? No, it was cool. I, I punched him for real the first That's the what I'm saying. That's, that's a close call. Yeah, I punched him. But he was like, the keep acting fuck. He was like, keep acting fuck face. Because I was like, oh, shit, I really mean that you. Because I remember from other things I've done that, you know, you kind of, you got to fake it all. Like I remember, I had an empty, I had an empty gun. I was doing was was um, training day had a show. Remember that? And then Bill Paxton croaked, rest in peace. But uh, <laughs> on training day, I was a thief, and uh, it was there was a scene where I had to rob two old rich white people, right? <laughs> and I had the gun, but it had no clip in it. There was no bullet, and I put I put it on her knee just to you know to act. And she spazzed the fuck out. Ah, no, metal to the skin. You can't. Right. So I was like, oh. So I thought it was like an actor's code. And then the, the gun dude came up. You got to have the gun two inches away from her kneecap and all this bullshit. So I was like, oh. So I was like, you really can't be really, you know, physical. But then when I hit Pete, just keep acting. It was a good take. And Joe was like, yeah, it was a great take. Blah, blah. So don't don't second guess yourself, I guess. But that's why I did that. What's what's the thing? Yeah, with so a... you're not allowed to. 
the gun when I had this, it was a real gun, but it had no clip. It was it was a skeleton, right? Yeah. So on, on camera it looks pretty nice, but it was a dud. So I had the gun on her kneecap. Said, I'll shoot your wife in the leg or whatever, right? So she spazzes out. So the gun guy comes up, Hollywood regulation man. You know, rule nigga. (laughs) Rule nigga came up. (laughs) was like, you can't have the gun. You got to have it two inches away for television. You got to have the gun two inches away from the actors. What if they have a scene where they need it, like, pressed up against you? I don't know. Well, that's a different... Fix it in post. You need a different guy to come yell at you. Yeah. Okay. Have some smoke. That's not COVID. I cough, but it's from smoking. <laughs> yeah, there really is. It's like every time you cough now nowadays. Coughing new gunshot. It's the new gunshot. Yeah. Every time you cough in the park, you'd be like, "Fuck, <laughs> you gotta get out of here, man." Dude, whenever I sneeze, I feel like everyone's gonna beat me up or something. Yeah, man. It's uh, uh trying times. We're in trying, trying times. Even, even in line at like the grocery store, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. Yo, and people will rat you out too. They'll be like, "Fuck this guy! He he's got the Rona." No. Someone take his temperature. Someone take his temperature. But, but you know what? No one cares enough to leave their line on the grocery line. It's never cleared out a line. I never gotten further on the line from coughing. Everyone yeah. still stays there. People, this you see the motherfuckers have mild paranoia. <laughs> Yeah, I've been watching this like, all right, COVID broke out and then we all was in the house and now everybody got glass shields like that's really going to stop shit. But nah, mild paranoia, mild. Yeah. Everybody's like, ah, like, it made the hospitals is cool. I got a nurse friend who say this shit. To the first day. Niggas making out on the train again. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, you. The, fir- the first day, it literally did look like the world was it was over the first day that was when there's like no toilet paper and yeah, shit no i'm saying like yeah no i'm saying the, the one time where there was like one roll left on the rack and i was like is this really happening like do i have to because now it's i'm getting paranoid it's like do i really have to prepare because i need to wipe my ass too so like if there's no toilet paper i'm out for a week yeah, or there'll be like some squirrels on the street and someone takes a picture and goes nature has returned we are the virus <laughs> yeah, even worse there's a show on national geographic called uh, earth after people it's pretty wild, like 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 uh, Miami's gonna be underwater in a hundred years. The oh, monkeys yeah. are gonna take over New York. Yeah. Is it like some David monkeys. Attenborough yeah, shit? Like yeah, the, the monkeys are taking over New York. Uh, 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 the birds will come back. All the fish will get like everything. All the pollution kind of pushes itself out, or some shit it corners itself to a part of the ocean. I was watching this shit, like yeah, people for fucked up. Because if, if we're not here for a hundred years, the Earth will look like a fucking rainforest. They said the whole thing. Oh, will yeah. Look like yeah. A rainforest. Which is crazy because we've been on it for you know so long, but yet a hundred years without us, it would look like brand new. How is that? Is that that sounds crazy to me? You know? Yeah, you know, it's like I'm pretty sure it's like a Carlin bit. It's like we're not destroying the earth. The, we're we're destroying ourselves. The earth will be just fucking fine. The earth will be fine because like you have to understand. I think it's only a hundred years because you know niggas fart. True. You take out that many people. Say if there's no people. That's not no. That's no seat. That's none of that shit going into the sky. That's one gas that's already fucked up. So if you take us out of that, fine. Then nobody's driving. Fine. That's then it's uh nobody's shit. Nobody's eating. Nobody's doing anything. Of course, a hundred years and fifty, it'll probably yeah. look pretty good. Is that true with the cow farts thing going oh, up yeah. into that's the like sky? The, no, that, that's like the that's like the big. It's not people farts. It's cow farts. But cow yeah. farts, but people no, contribute. I, I, contribute. No, I assume people the, contribute to that methane shit, but methane gas, yeah. all that cow farts. No, I believe it. I, I contribute. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's no, like you contribute. It's like the meat industry and shit because we eat so much meat. Yeah, like how many don't we? Like each person eats like two cows a year or something. Oh shit! Like two whole cows. <laughs> if you're a meat eater, yeah. Two Some whole goofy cows. Shit like Probably that. more for at least for like me and maybe you. For Andy. cookouts. Yeah. Just think about cookouts alone. 
It's like half a cow. How many cows That's you it. wiping out? Yeah, you That's look, crazy. There's a lot of animals That's here. That's a half a cow for you. <laughs> Think yeah. about all the people at the party. So that's a, just this cattle. That's just cattle. You know, yeah. like, that's a lot of cattle you putting cheese on. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's, that's another thing I wonder. You ever go to because you need cheese from the same fucking cattle. So it's like, God damn. <laughs> that's the, the, oh my lord! It's so much cow. <laughs> uh, dude, if you go to if you go to like Costco or or, or Stop and Shop or Walmart or whatever, you get a rotisserie chicken. They're like five bucks. I'm like, they raised this chicken from an egg for less, and then shipped it here and cooked it and everything for less than five dollars. <laughs> what? How is that possible? Crazy. It is crazy. Right. They're selling plump, to me now. Plump fucking chicken. Oh, too. It's delicious. Yeah, I have no idea how it fucking works. And I no, and I, I'll tell you how it works. They inject all kinds of steroids and weird shit and uh, incredible Hulk gamma radiation. <laughs> <these fucking chickens. laughs> so when you get them, they look like beefy, meaty fucking. And you be like, oh, I'll get that. That's appetizing. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's just a circle. Yeah, even when you go to the farms or like a petting zoo, like do you. I'm sure, like a real, real chicken probably looks much different than a chicken we're thinking. It doesn't about. look this. You know, it's not, not this no, small. it's not like this, but you know, it's probably smaller. Yeah, they inject them sometimes so much where they can't even move. Right? They can't. They, they legs break, and oh. they just got to sit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw that. All them. All them during quarantine. All them food documentaries. I got jokes about it. Like, God damn, it's, there's so much. Ooh. I'm trying to get into the vegan shit. I'm doing all right. But it, it's taking time. I had a chicken sandwich today. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, instead of three chicken sandwiches. Have you have you uh, like tried any of the like impossible meat? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Still haven't had one. It really is. Oh man, I dated one of them. Fucking dated. No, I I I, I had familiar relations for a right. little while. <laughs> right. One of them vegan isms, the ism. Like she had the whole ism. Like she went to a fucking class. She had a PhD <laughs> in it. Yeah, she had to go to a meeting for <laughs> vegetables and shit. Like all that weird and not and having. They don't. They eggs. don't call it meetings though. It's got meat in it. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. Man. It's wow. um, yeah. They wouldn't even. That's how weird it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like those uh, those lesbians that hate men. Same shit. It's right. that style meat man. Get away! You're a mammal eater. All this horseshit. It's like that, but no. So she was weird. That didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> did she like? Did she like, try to guilt you every? Did she like go, oh, every time you like ate meat? Nah, we didn't really. We didn't really. It wasn't. It, like that. it wasn't. Really, <laughs> nah, I was always over the house. It, it was never it, food involved. It wasn't a breakfast hangout. It was a. <laughs> there you go. It was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> did she ever like? Uh, she made you food, and she's at the end of the meal. She goes. That was fake chicken. That was, you know. No, she it didn't get to making meals. I just bring some okay, food and right. eat. Right. You know, but I'd be like, the other way food. around. Or eat in the car, you know. I support it. I used to go, I support you. Yeah, plant based. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> imagine imagine you did the other way around though. You gave her a meal and it was like it looked like some vegetables and you went, there was chicken in that. But bitch. I have jokes about how what here's the twist, fellas. She was a BBW. That's what fucked me up. She was a big girl. And I'm like, so the jo- I, I got a joke, I go, <laughs> I got a joke where I go, I say on stage, I go, yeah, guys, I made love to a BBW vegan the other night, and the crowd goes, what? I go, yeah, it's BBW vegan, and peep the irony, it's like, uh, you know, she was, you know, vegan, but I, Ronnie, right, she was a big, beautiful woman, like, and you can imagine some of the shit that I was thinking in my head when we was right. making love, I was like, mm. Must be her first day. <laughs> she must be in for the bread, not the broccoli, nigga. This is, uh, she is cheating. There's some dairy something going on because I don't give a fuck. Carrots don't give you thickness like this. I don't care. Comquats or whatever the fuck y'all eat. Quinoa don't give that jiggle. I slap. That shit slap back. That's not that. There's a ham in that ass somewhere. There's a big old ham ass. 
It's a meaty ass. You kiss my ass thinking you must be in for the Oreos, bitch. Because this ain't. <laughs> Right. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's one of the, that's basically where it went though. It's like, come on, man. But anyway, that's the twist. Man, I was at uh, I was at Seven Eleven today getting this Gatorade, and uh, the, there was this woman, and she was with her kid, probably like six years old. Okay. And she and her kid looks at the tire, and goes, "Mom, you got dirt on your tire," and she and she goes, "Yeah, it's a tire. God, you're so dumb." Yeah. It's <laughs> like. I was like, "What the fuck?" Call the kid dumb. <laughs> I mean, I God mean, I'm sure, it. I'm sure, I would call my kid dumb too, but not to his face. Like, God, you're so store. dumb. Were you in a grocery store or wherever you was at? Yeah, yeah, Seven Eleven. I was like, yeah, "Damn, she didn't like that little motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, she know. resented him for that's a couple one of those years. Honest now. moms, he's gonna grow up and be something great. Or not. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's good parenting, man. You sometimes you just gotta call your kid out. Your kid's not a perfect. Little angel, he's, I know, he's but dumb sometimes. I understand, but you know, get my it. grandma used to call me ugly, so I get it. <laughs> oh, no. That's a little much. T- she was like, "You got to grow into your nose a little bit more, okay, little ugly <laughs> motherfucker." Like, that's what it was. It was her way of doing tough love. It was weird, but you know, I come from a weird background. Grandmas can be mean. Grandmas can be mean, but you need that meanness in your life. You do. You do. And they still cook good, so. And they cook good, take care of you, but they shit on you, so it's balanced. Good and the bad. Good in bed. I used to hide under the table on my grandmother until the point where she would like call the police, thinking I ran away. There Damn. you go. Not the probably not the best looking back on it. I and, thought and it was And then would you just pop out and be like, yeah. "Surprise, bitch! Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm here." Like, oh, the police are here. I went back under. Oh you know? shit! <laughs> it's like oh, this, this missing child's report. Oh, that's not nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it got bad sometimes. Yeah. Wow. You know what I was thinking about today? It just randomly popped in my head. But did you did you guys ever do the the Bloody Mary thing as a kid? Oh, with the, when you turn the fucking lights yeah, off? Yeah, yeah. You know what this is? Our generation, I just feel like, had a death wish or I something. Like, nah, or man. like playing, you mean like, it's like the playing with the Ouija board kind of thing? Well, so you go, no. you're supposed to go in the bathroom, and, and there's like a bunch of different things, but one of them's like at 12 midnight, turn all the lights off and stare in the mirror and say like Bloody Mary three times. You never did that? I, yeah, we, we, no, we, I we, never did it. <laughs> and I know motherfuckers who did it. And they like, no, nah, and nothing happened. But I was like, why the fuck do you even play with that <laughs> yeah, it's shit? A, it's the chance that it could happen is what stops me from doing it. Dude, we were just like 10 laughing in the face of death. I, I don't <laughs> know why. We have Death Wish or something. It all evolves. Like, that was that was more so supernatural. That was fun. I guess yeah. in the 90s, all that shit was out. All the emo girls were sexy and all that bullshit. <laughs> so you would do dumb shit like that. Now it's more just literal. Let's get to it. That's why the Tide Pods and the fucking drinking bleach yeah. shit and all that. <laughs> yeah, let's it was just like, kill cut ourselves. the Ouija board out. <laughs> yeah. Cut the devil out, nigga. Let's just eat poison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's start at four ounces of bleach. <laughs> yeah. Work our way up to and eight. And work our way up to eight. Yeah. Then we'll shoot it up. <laughs> that- we'll tie off our arms together like a party and just... Mm-mm. And then, yeah, that's, that's what they want. That Tide Pod thing was so fucking funny. It was such a problem. They actually had to release like ads yeah, they needed Rob Gronkowski yeah. to be like, please don't eat them. It was so serious. They needed a Patriots <laughs> like, player to come fuck? out. Yeah. Crazy. Like, you remember when they was uh, putting alcohol on tampons and shoving it up their ass? I think they're still they doing still that. Do that. The, the boof. Crazy, bro. Yeah, the boofed it. The boofed it. The boof. Boof. That's yeah, what it's called. Yeah. Wow. I'd try it. <laughs> That's some smart shit to be dumb. You're right. doing smarter shit to go be stupid. Like, yeah. that's some real, we're going to dip this in here so What's, they can't uh, check a breathalyzer. Oh, is that what it is? That's basically, you uh, won't show up on a breathalyzer if you're shooting alcohol up your ass, but it goes straight into your um bloodstream that way. Like, it goes directly, like... It definitely still shows up a little quick. on the breathalyzer. <laughs> you get... It, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> just not in your breath. They'd be like, 
it's so faint because it's in your ass. Like, Dude, right? I, don't, I don't think, I don't, I think it's here. Your yeah. ass is there. It, it's like, how much can a breathalyzer get from yeah. from all the way back there? Right, maybe, sir, sir, I'm going to need you to fart on this breathalyzer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, during that time, they were like, no, 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 no. We've seen this before. Turn around. You know? Damn. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to rationalize it. I think these people just want stuff up their butts, man. But yeah, that's the, yeah. But uh, I heard you get drunk so much faster than yeah. people was falling the fuck out, getting alcohol poisoning. All kinds of goofy shit. Yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. I don't. I don't. Understand. And no matter how much the science is explained to me, I don't really understand how it gets you drunk faster. You know. I don't. I don't drink. Uh, so it's, it, I'm, you know. Right. Came in here and asked for a cup of water. That's true. Say, yeah. Straight vodka. <laughs> People would believe it the way I'm talking. Like, yeah, that's right. Like, it's all right. <laughs> you think a lot of rappers are doing that, like when they're pretending that they're drinking whole bottles like of. of I can believe of, it. I can believe some of it, and then you know, then you hear some rappers talking about eating healthy and going vegan. I did a podcast with Chingy the other week. Chingy been eating clean since right there, so it's like, <laughs> it's not, yeah, isn't like fucking Waka Flocka vegan? Waka Flocka's yeah. vegan. The locks make juice. Lost a lot of weight. Uh, Nas is on his new album talking about drinking alkaline water and lemongrass, <laughs> eating cherries in a. I'm like, dude, you the Illmatic. You tell the motherfuckers to eat cherries and drink alkaline water. Like, it's, you know, people getting old. And, you know, all this shit, that's the sugar in the process. They try to get rid of it. I get it. I'm trying to, I don't drink sugary drinks no more. I just drink water. Yeah, and you, so. can't, you can't rap about drinking every night and then look like a lot of them are really fit now, too. Yeah. yeah. That's like the new. It's yeah. all, they all talking that shit yeah. to the streets that still do it, but they not doing it. These niggas is millionaires, millionaires. Yeah. They want to they wanna live to see the fruits of they all that labor. And of course, they're not eating chicken every night. They getting chefs to cut them shit. They cutting like good nutritional. Yeah. Balanced meals, of course, you know. And once you make a certain amount, is rich. Yeah, w- yeah. Once you make a certain <laughs> amount of money, you want to live longer to use it. Absolutely, right. So I got to spend all this goddamn money, or at least give it to my other people, yeah. make enough so the next people to come through. So yeah, that's all an act. You know how many rappers I see sending their sons to college? <laughs> You'd be like, <laughs> oh, okay. It's all words. Where are you going to college? I thought the streets will tell you all you need to know. Nah, they got the street, <laughs> and then these dudes. Putting their sons in college, they you know, these sons waking up, they got basketball scholarships and shit. Yeah. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of acting. I like that's why I like the younger guys, because them I, they be in the streets. And then Griselda, they been locked up to, like they done bids. They got fed rap. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. Because I'm from the burbs. I would never do. Never <laughs> never in my life. I'm a spoon fed, spoiled child, upper middle class, or middle middle class, middle, upper middle, whatever the fuck. And I just like gangster rap. They're like my heroes. I go, these are good stories. Yeah, sure. You joined a dance. Dang. You tried a dance. Way to bring that back. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't voguing, you jackass. I was spinning on my head. I was popping and locking. I was getting fights. I was getting women. You know, all that. We was doing high schools, trying to teach kids how to dance. I was making some money. Don't make it sound like I'm Travolta. <laughs> I was. Ain't <laughs> the disco. It was still mean shit. I didn't picture on rollerblades or anything. Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> we used to go to the skate room, but we wouldn't put skates and we just dance off to the side and shit. What time we got? We got 45. We got a little more. Yeah, sure. We got yeah, at, least, at least got to talk about the jingle. The jingle stuff. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we have to talk about the jingle. I, first, I need to, seems first, seems first I need to know if you hate it yet or not. I don't hate it, but I hate that a lot of people forget that it's a racial epithet. It's a racial, it's a satirical yeah. joke yeah. about how to fuck. White American, Black America, very, very different. Mm-hmm. And that's, but people forget it because it's just such a catchy tune. 
But you know, you can't be no, mad it's at it. So catchy, catchy dude. It's everybody, so catchy. Every everybody of every color likes it, so I can't be mad. Everybody, <laughs> black people like it, white people like it, Mexicans like it, Asian people like. It. So I go, all right, as long as everybody's on, it's like it's like a it's like a Captain Planet song. Brings everybody. Should we together. explain if, if, if he uh, he's got he's basically he's got a he's got a bit and he, it's got this jingle in it <laughs> describing how like you know white America, black America, the black commercials. It's got a jingle. It's amazing. <laughs> you should go watch Everybody's it. happy that Mama done made them biscuits. Yeah, everybody <laughs> and the baby's gonna have himself a biscuit today. It's got it's carried amazing. me through my career. <laughs> I fucking hate that this joke has single handedly just <laughs> it's it, it, just, I hold on to it. Every time I was bombing, if I do that joke, I come back. <laughs> That's Every time. Like, I bail on that joke. I fucking hate that joke because I was a pussy behind it for such a long time. Like, if it was going bad, do the, do the biscuit thing <laughs> and bring everybody back. Bop that bullshit. And then I'll be looking in the mirror after like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you and that guy. That joke haunts me. It's like, did I do that? Like, that's what Steve uh, yeah. was known. It's just like, do the thing. And if you're losing... Get him, <laughs> get him with the song instead. So, what ha- started happening was, you know, being a comic, I, I'm a, I'm my biggest critic. <clears throat> so I had to, I was all pissed off. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't want to be the dude known for the song. So I, I start shelving it. But people keep asking for the <laughs> song, man. I'm like, God damn. I felt like Tyler Perry when people keep asking for Medea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want um, the same thing? We're same thing. How we started? We're gonna go around telling people where you are. Okay, oh, you can find me at dmore seven two three on Instagram. That's right, boy. Uh, Derek Gaines, the great boy on Instagram. T h e g r e a t b o y. And watch the last OG of King of Staten Island. It's out now on everything. Oh, and listen to my podcast, No Need for Apologies, with uh, Monroe Martin on uh, Gas Digital, iTunes, and YouTube. No need for apologies. And we'll have all that pop up. Boop, boop, boop. Cool, cool, cool. JT Holden 97 on Instagram. And that's a great Instagram handle, by the way. The Great Boy? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The I was great there when, great, when Instagram first started, kids. Oh. <laughs> I was there the day it, it was the thing. I was, at a, I was at a Philadelphia comedy club, and it was like, what is this new app? Instagram. What? Let me press on it. Put pictures up and be fun and share your pics and fake the front. Oh, all right. Instagram, what's, what's your handle? The Great Boy. I was like, because I was calling myself that because I used to be a janitor. Long story. But yeah, the great boy. I was the first one to get it, and it's been I've been holding to it. It was pretty cool because I was there when Instagram first started. It was pretty wild. I'm old. <clears throat> I am jealous of people that have like the yeah, really right? the really like flowy Instagram names. Yeah. Without like, it's not like the great boy one, you know. Great boy. Exactly. Easy. I Smooth. got that shit when it first started. I was like, that's it, bang, and then I held it down. All right. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> And you can find me at Aunt Prisco. Can't forget to follow. Pick your boys podcast. Like, share, subscribe, and do all the other shit. You know, follow us on uh, the, uh, our gaming channel, and uh, that's it. And thank you again for coming. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank Derek you. Gaines.